Praise God. Thank you, Miss Brenda. What a delight to be here this morning at Living Word Assembly of God. If I wasn't saved, I'd get saved right now. Because I wouldn't want to miss out on one more of God's blessing and his promise. And the peace and the presence of God that we sense here today in this 830 service. So the Lord bless you and we appreciate your dedication here in Amurica as we leave and go overseas and do what God has called us to do. Be obedient in the assignment that God has given you, no matter where it may be. And we look forward to sharing the word of God with your hearts today. For today is a special day, and we're going to talk about that here. This is Faith Promise Sunday, and in your bulletins you have a Faith Promise card, if I'm not mistaken, and we're going to refer to that throughout our word today. My heart is full. May I never become anesthetized to what these eyes see, to what these nostrils smell. We've just come from the dust of the battle. We literally just got off the plane just a few days ago to be here with you today. The reality once again hits you of the depraved, desperate, and urgent need. Tell this story of Chelsea, 14 years old, first sold last year to her auntie in Mumbai. Her mother had come to us right before then and promised us that, that she would not sell her. But no sooner had we got on the plane to return home to take care of things here for a few weeks, then we got word that she had been sold. The ink had hardly dried on the back of the Christmas card where we had put the picture of Chelsea praying in an early morning devotion. You see on that first slide there, her workstation. See her little name there, that she herself took the magic marker and wrote her name. For this now gives her a sense of, of, of something and of importance. She has her own workstation in her own little apron, but it sits empty. We prayed. Many people prayed, and which is very rare, but she was found and returned back to the village. She did not come to Ashagan for months. It took maybe four or five months before she began to come. But her smile was gone. Her innocence lost. Just a few weeks ago, as we were preparing for our work day, day there at Ashagan, we had just finished 
devotions and the buzz of activity began to take place. And, and, and a man from the village, the local village, came and, on his motorcycle and entered the walled-in area of Ashagan and was inquiring as to where is Chelsea. Immediately, I responded to him in my broken Urdu, Ise Parako, hold it. And I went and got Pastor Rajneesh. Supposedly, there was sickness in the village, and they needed Chelsea to come and help. Could have seen the look on Chelsea's face, the unbelievable pall of fear and desperation, the emptiness in her eyes. Then her mother comes over and approves her dismissal with a great smile on her face and Chelsea leaves on the motorcycle with the man. There's sickness in the village. All right. See in this next picture, Chelsea. You see, sometimes missions is a nebulous cause. And we are surrounded, and I applaud you, Pastor, for creating this environment of of missions with the posters and the flags. But we look at these faces that surround you here, and they are a face without a name. Missions sometimes can be a nebulous cause. But here is a face and a name. In this next picture, you see Chelsea there on the right-hand side of Brenda. Lakshmi is on her left. To my knowledge, she is yet to be sold. She is still pure. You see, this is why we do what we do. We thank you, living word, Pastor Barden. We thank you for your support in what we do that they remain free. It's our website, that they remain free. But today is a special day. It's a kickoff of your mission celebration. And it's what we call Faith Promise Sunday. And I want you, if you could, if you would, please, in your bulletin, you have a Faith Promise card. I ask you of this, to hold this card in your hands throughout this short word today, would you? Because I believe this with all of my heart. Other than Easter and Christmas, Christmas is the birth, we just celebrated that. And then Easter is the resurrection, which is the price paid, provision has been made, the blood has been shed. Other than those two, I believe this service today is the most sacred service you will attend this year. Between Christmas, Easter, and Faith Promise Sunday, Missions Sunday, for this is the reason why the other two. I don't know if Pastor got a hold of my notes, but you begin to quote my sermon today. It's just nothing more than a confirmation of the Holy Spirit that he is in charge of today. 
Faith Promise Sunday. Hold that card in your hands throughout this short word. I believe that this next half hour could change the destiny of your life. I believe this next half hour could change the reward that you receive in eternity. I believe this next half hour could change the eternal destiny of one person because of your obedience. I believe that the eternal destinies of thousands of people will be affected by the decisions you either make today or don't make today. Where are you coming from, John? It's revealed to my spirit as I came here yesterday waiting. As my wife was in the next room, I walked this sanctuary. I laid hands and anointed every chair in this sanctuary. 364 chairs. Counting the two on my right and the three on my left, there's 369 chairs. Sonny, I anointed your chair. The Holy Spirit revealed to me these promises today. He is here. This is a sacred service. This is a serious service. Believe that with all of my heart. And so the title of my message today is this. A half hour sooner. A half hour sooner. Holy Spirit, bring every heart, every mind, captivity just now. Let there not be one distraction to get us off course from what your Holy Spirit would speak to and reveal to our hearts today. In Jesus' name, amen. Our focus today is faith promise and doing all that we can before Jesus returns. And this is all about one thing. One thing, souls. Hear this today from God's heart to my heart to your heart. Souls in the heavenly kingdom. See, God has created us to have a relationship with him. He longs to be worshipped by every people, every tribe, every tongue, every every nation. Revelation 5.9. And because he's not willing that any should perish. 2 Peter 3.9. The father, he sent his son. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whosoever would believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. John 3, 16. He came and he walked this earth, saving, healing, touching people with compassion and training leaders. Then he said, I must go so that I can prepare a place for you. So I must go. So that the Holy Spirit can come. The Comforter can come. And He, this Holy Spirit, will guide you into all truth. And He will help you and and give you wisdom and understanding. He will give you courage and boldness to, to witness and to live. 
He will give you peace and comfort. But remember this, if I go, I will return. You see, if you are faithful to do all that's, that is written here and all that he said and obey these commands here, then he said, I will gather you up and you will be with me forever and ever and ever and ever. This is the everlasting life. No more tears, no more suffering, no more pain, no more broken promises, no more sickness, no more heartache, no more death. Just joy and, and peace and wholeness where we will reign with him and worship him forever. But while you wait, he says, occupy until I come. Staying busy for the Lord, telling all that you can about what I have done for you, Jesus said. For Jesus' last words to us were, do not leave Jerusalem, but, but wait for the gift my father promised. For in a few days, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. And it will give you power when it comes upon you so that you can be my witnesses right here in Ontario and there in the city, Rochester, and to the ends of the world. You will be my witnesses. This means all who call themselves children of God. How many are children of God today? By that upraised hand, you're taking hold of that command Jesus gave. You will be my witnesses. For you are now ambassadors of Jesus Christ and his saving grace. And in yourself, you cannot do this. But that is why I have given you the Holy Spirit. And he will empower you to be my witness to all of mankind. He brings you supernatural power to accomplish this. Spreading the word, friends. Sharing your faith is about one thing. Souls in the heavenly kingdom. Peter preached in Acts chapter 4, verse 12. He said, salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to men by which we must be saved. For there is coming a day when every knee shall bow, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus, the name above every name. The Alpha and the Omega. The soon coming King. The Lion of Judah. The bright morning star. The Lamb that was slain. The awesome one. Jehovah, Jireh. Jehovah, Shema. Jehovah, Repha, our healer. Souls, friend, we are to be soul conscious. The word of God says so. Jesus said, I cannot get this done unless you help me get it done. So he said, go ye. And there are three ways that we can go ye. It's this simple. There's three ways we can go and be a part of this great commission those last words he gave to us. We can go, we can pray, and we can give. You see on this next slide right here, 
to my grandfather. He was elected the first general secretary of the Assemblies of God in 1914 when 300 got together because the go-ye rang in their hearts. Baptized in the Holy Spirit, they had a newfound fire. They had a keen awareness of the lostness of man. They sensed his imminent return. And they said, if he's coming back and people are lost, we better get busy. So they started to go ye. Never realizing that that 300 pastor would turn in to almost 70 million worldwide 100 years later. No one said praise the Lord on that one. 300, now almost 70 million. There he is. Listen to this. There he is. See that pith helmet he's wearing. This is that very pith helmet that he wore in that picture as he was appointed the first missions director of the Assemblies of God. Made in India. Where are we? In India. He wore this pith helmet as he crossed country, crisscrossed Africa and India. Standing next to him there is Noel Perkin. You may recognize that name if you understand the history of the Assemblies of God. But Grandpa used to say this. He used to say, not everybody can go, but everybody can give. And everybody can pray and give again. Not everybody can go, but everybody can give. And everybody can pray and give again. Grandpa Flower. What great words he gave to us. And they apply for us here today. And you see, a faith promise is how we can can actively support missions. So let me talk to you for the next few minutes about faith promise. What it is and what it is not. A faith promise is not primarily about money. It's about reaching the lost for Christ and making them followers. A faith promise never begins with money, friends. It begins with the heart. And it does not focus exclusively on the believer's heart. But giving in faith is finding a special connection with God's heart. You see, our lost world is God's passion is demonstrated on the cross. And our lost world is our mission. And a church that starts with prayer and a vision will find the faith to believe for the money. Faith promise is not about a one-time offering that you give from what you currently have in your wallet. Faith promise is not about your budget. Faith promise is not something that you feel comfortable about. If you're used to doing the practical and the sensible and the comfortable, stretch yourself. It's liberating. You see, faith promise is about the miraculous. It's about the supernatural. It's about God accomplishing the supernatural in and through you as you step out of the boat. How many would love to see the supernatural working through you? I believe all of us do. You can accomplish this through faith promise giving. Do you know that you can give to missions even though you don't have any money? 
If there's an amount that the Holy Spirit is speaking to your heart just now, and you don't have the money, but he's placed it in your heart, you're not sure where it came from, but you know it's of him, and it doesn't come through, you're off the hook. You're off the hook. But I have never known God. I stand here today, and I have never known God uh, to fall short on any one of these circumstances. God is a debtor to no man. He will provide if you have heard from him. Amen? Now, here's what faith promises. Faith promises a spiritual matter between you and the Holy Spirit. It's the over and above, as it says right here. It's the over and above as God enables. It's found money. It's the miraculous. It's supernatural provision. I look forward to hearing of the testimonies, Pastor Barden, from the pew, not from the pulpit, but from the pew where people said, you know, I took that crazy guy and I took him at his word and I did it and he's come through and look what's happened. I can't believe it. That's supernatural stuff. You see, it's all about our special connection with God's heart. It's between you and God. It's a covenant. Now, let me just explain a little further. Faith is not our ability to count it done. Faith is a deep consciousness. Divinely imparted by the Holy Spirit of God that the work is already done. So faith isn't human effort. It's divine enablement. And a promise is an engagement to do. It's a covenant. It's a written agreement. It's a free promise of God's blessing. And Jehovah, that's what his name means. That's his very nature. He is a covenant-keeping God, as marked by the rainbow in the sky. And God delights when his children demonstrate faith, for it gives him a reason to honor and bless. Matthew 10, 41 says, if you welcome a prophet, Jesus said, if you welcome a prophet because he is a man of God, if you welcome a missionary, if you welcome an evangelist, if you welcome an ambassador of Jesus Christ because he or she is is a man or woman of God, you will be given the same reward that prophet gets. Did you hear that? In my Bible, that's read. And that means Jesus said it. If Jesus said it, I believe it, so that should settle it. He said, if you give that prophet or that missionary or that work a re- uh, 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 an offering and you support them, you receive the same blessing. You know, yes, somebody get excited here in Ontario, New York. I mean that. My red corpuscles are chasing my white corpuscles all over my body right now. Is anyone else feeling this? Share and share alike, David said. You get the same reward. Do you know that there will be people in heaven? They are nameless to you right now. I mean this with all of my heart. 
They are nameless to you right now. They are faceless to you right now. But because of your faithfulness over the years in giving, in bending, in bowing, in praying, and serving, and doing, and giving, and bending, and praying, and bowing, there are going to be people in the eternities of heaven that are going to be running up to you and they're going to wrap their arms around you and they're going to say, thank you! It's because of your faithfulness. I am here in the presence of God. You have to feel that and understand that today. That's what missions is about. It's better felt than telt, my grandmother used to say. It's the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit. If you're as faithful in giving as the missionary is in going, you will receive the same reward. Have you ever heard that before, Pastor Barden? Yes, you have. Salvation is found in no one else. There's no multiple ways, regardless of what you're hearing today. Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven. And how will people hear of this unless you actively participate, be obedient to what the Spirit is saying to you this day last slide my main message I told you pastor I was going to be right on but we're not done yet my main message to you today is this I'm compelled my main message to you today is this if you don't know Jesus as your Christ, as your Savior, as your Lord, as your Redeemer, if you do not know Jesus Christ, now is the time. Today is your day. Don't wait. If you do know Jesus, then remember you have been placed in this moment of history for a time such as this. So advance the kingdom of Christ as a faithful ambassador, whether here or over there, while there is still time. While there is still time. But there's an urgency that I feel here today. We are living in highly, highly prophetic times. And we are admonished to be sons of Issachar. To understand the time so we know what decisions to make. And it's unfolding in front of us. And Jesus said, he who hath an ear, let him hear. Because I hear the revelation rumblings just now. For Jesus stands in the battlements of glory. His face Turn back to the Father, waiting for him to give the word. The voice of the archangel, the shout, the trumpet call, a command, come up hither. His imminent return. Jesus is coming back.
no pressure, but I don't want any of you to have regrets. You see, in those first few seconds of eternity, even though time will have no meaning, even though this is the only way I I know how to describe it to you today, that in those first few seconds of eternity, we're going to wish we did more. We're going to wish we prayed more. We're going to wish we gave more. That's fair. I got roots here in New York. My Uncle Joe traversed these highways as superintendent up and down and gave of himself. I had Uncle Phil Wanamaker, pastor over here in Rochester, New York. The flowers have roots here in the Northeast. I'm one of you guys. I feel like we're family. And family shares the inside scoop. I don't want you to have any regrets. Is that fair enough? No guilt, no pressure. I'm just trying to come as an emissary uh, uh, of God to provoke you to think outside of your present world right now. No regrets today. As we hold that faith promise card in our hands. Get ready to play that letter of India here in a second. You know, we may think we have plenty of time. My message today is a half hour sooner. So we get ready to roll that. Will you watch this video as your hearts are prepared to actively demonstrate? Answer that question. We have plenty of time after you watch this little video. Do you have your cards? It's between you and God. This is your active participation, trusting the Lord. He will provide, He will miraculously provide whatever it is. Fill this in, your name your address, your signature. Keep the right side as a reminder in your Bible. Pin it to your prayer wall. Magnetize it to your fridge. No one's going to follow up with you. There's going to be no email. There's going to be no invoice sent to your house. This is between you and God. All this does is give pastor and the leadership kind of a general direction as to how many more missionaries, how many more projects, how many more things can we do and participate in this kingdom work. That's all that this does. This is between you and God. And he's saying, I want to bless you if you just lay this out there. Is that fair enough today? I don't know what your goal is, where you were, or where you're going, what you want to do, but he does. 
You know, we sometimes sit here and we go, oh, Lord, here it is. Take it. Oh, God, take it and bless me. But our hands are clenched. We grasp tightly upon things. And all he wants us to do is just go, here it is. Take it, it's yours. You own it all anyway, doesn't he? You've heard this your whole life. He owns it all. He lets us keep 90%, plus we have a little extra for offerings and, and the faith promise and everything. And he's just saying, just release your faith today. Fill out that card. Do what the Holy Spirit is asking you to do today. Filling that in, I just, here's what I want you to do. As you play ever so softly, whatever you feel. Instead of taking the offering plate and giving it anonymously in an offering plate. As a public confession, can I have you come forward if you're physically able to do so? And lay your faith promise card right on the altar. It's a sign to him. In fact... It would give Grandpa nothing. It would thrill. If he, he's getting a little window from heaven, he's looking down. Will you come and put your faith promise card in Grandpa's helmet? Or lay it on the altar? Will you come? Just no fanfare, no heavy draw, heavy pull. That's all I got. I laid it out. Just trying to challenge you. We're trusting you, Lord, for our days ahead. Just come forward. Bring that faith promise card. Believe him to provide and to do. Wow, look at that. God is faithful. He is good. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise his name. Bless him, Lord. Father, right now in Jesus' name, I believe that God is healing. He is honoring your faith this morning. As you've gotten up and come forward, I believe God is touching you in your physical body right now. I believe in the power of this presence that we sense right now, that he's answering prayer. He's speaking to hearts. That lost wayward son or daughter is feeling a prompting in their spirit. Expect a phone call this afternoon. Mom, Dad, how are you doing? See, this is the atmosphere of faith that we're in right now. We're in an atmosphere of faith. If you are sick in body, if there is need in your life, we have plenty of time. We have five minutes before 10 of to get ready for Sunday school. If you have elders or pastors, will you come? We'll pray for you in the atmosphere of this presence of his power and his spirit there's healing in this atmosphere there's victory and there's deliverance 
if you believe that today. Wow, Grandpa would be thrilled. I just, this just came over me right here. God is good. And he says to you, I see you. I know right where you are. I know your need. I understand your circumstance. And I understand your situation. And I am the Lord your God. And I love you. And I love you with a love that will never let you go. Do not limit me in my power and ability to work in and on your behalf by your own lack of reaching out to me. For the price has been paid. The blood has been shed. Provision has been made. It's not a need you have, a burden you carry, or a circumstance that you face that I am not already aware of. You just need to tell me. Whisper it to him. Whisper it to him. For it's the nature of God to heal. Let your faith rise and lift up your eyes and I will be revealed as the Lord, your God, that healeth thee.